Welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode, we'll be discussing a few things, but amongst those things, we'll be discussing a very special documentary about Michael J. Fox from 1984 on the CBC. And with me, as always, to discuss family ties is my very special co-host, Keith. Hey, Phil. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. We're two for two now. That's right. This is two recordings back-to-back. Together. At your house, once yeah. again, fantastic. Yeah. We're going to start very singing cool. the Muppets song, Together Again. <laughs> That's a pretty good uh, Kermit there. Well, I'll try a little harder on the next one. Okay, okay. Yeah. I liked it, though. That was yeah. good. I kind of uh, I wussed out there at the very end. <laughs> Together Again. <laughs> Yours is much better. <laughs> Why are there so many? <laughs> uh, I love Frank Oz. Yeah, fantastic. <clears throat> yeah. We just watched uh, a movie co-directed by him. Oh, which one? Uh, the The Dark Crystal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I haven't seen The Dark Crystal since oh since it came out in the theaters. It's fun. I think that's probably the I mean, I don't know if I saw it in the theater, but I probably hadn't seen it since it came out. You yeah. Know, around then. I remember it being a dark humor. Or yeah. not humor, but a dark movie. Yeah, it is. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I think as an adult, it was less so, like, because I kind of prepped the kids. Mm-hmm. I realized this is not family ties related at all, but we're going there because we did the Muppets talk. We promise. I prepped the kids. I was like, oh, because this is kind of creepy, you know? And then we watch it, and they're like, you thought this is creepy? Like, what's, I'm like, I don't know, I probably watched it when I was six or something, Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, and it was kind of the same era of, like, the secret of Nim. And right. Of the, right. They all had the, the tone. But the they're movies. old enough now. They're like, they're a puppet, like, rots away at one point. They're like, it's a puppet, Dad. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess you're right, but still. <laughs> Whatever. God, It was creepy to me as a kid. Right? Well, let me guess, Large Marge's eyes, when they bulge out oh, yeah. in Pee-wee's uh, like, Big Adventure, don't bother them either. When right? they were little, because we watched it when they were pretty little. I'm like, okay, you know, don't, don't watch this part if you're freaked out. And they was like, ooh, it's creepy. Now they're like, it's like claymation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty pretty bad. Yeah. It's great though. I love yeah, it. But it's, well, it's perfect. Not scary but, like I used to think it was. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Okay, so, you know, movies obviously, you know, there's some scenes that you'll hold with you. Yeah. I remember watching Superman 3. Oh, yes. When the metal yep. all goes. The lady comes oh. out like all covered in metal and then they start sucking in Superman into it. Hey, that reminds me. I actually left the theater. My grandma, I was freaked out. My grandma took me out of the theater. For that part? Yeah. And we were just talking we were earlier just, tonight about you that's know, right. what movies have you walked out on? Well, okay. To be fair, I had told you the one that I walked out as an adult, but there were several my parents had to pull me out oh. <laughs> as a kid. Like, I think my dad said he never saw the end of uh, Star Trek, The Search for Spock because oh. <laughs> I got freaked out in that one. And I think maybe... Maybe like uh, Gremlins, I want to say, to get pulled okay. out for a little bit. So, yeah. but that's Superman three. I to- so I totally agree with that. Yep. Also had that when we showed that to the kids, they were like, "Really?" Because <laughs> I don't know if you remember that scene. The whole like plot of the bad guys—they're going to build a supercomputer to like fight Superman, which is very antiquated in technology terms. Like the way they're talking about it, you're like, "That's that doesn't even make sense." Yeah, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> and then he comes out, and you know, the girl <laughs> comes out, and she's like a robot, and she's just kind of walking all stiff and has robot makeup on. And they're like, "You thought this was scary as a kid?" Well, it's kind of scary, like when the metal would because the metal yeah, like, came like, and like hit her, catches on to her. 
Yeah, they did not find it at all. They were like laughing, like, why would you think that's no, no. And it was also one of my favorite parts of that movie when Superman took a piece of coal and made a diamond out of it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> isn't that the one where he like gets mad and then like Yeah, because they like poison him. Isn't that yeah. the one? No, no, that's the four. That's... Where no, he Superman... splits. That's Superman two. Now I'm getting them all mixed up. Oh, Superman four was the the guy that's like the solar guy. Yeah, the solar guy, and that's when Superman splits personalities, right? No, that's Superman three. I'm almost certain of it because they poison the kryptonite. Uh huh. The red one. Well, it, it, in this one, I think they just show it like it's black, like mix oh. in with it, and then he like splits because that. But I think that was three. Well, well, uh, well, no, because two is the one with uh, the General the, Zod. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not it. No, so it's got to be three it's with gotta the lady be three, robot. Because in two is when he like gives up his powers. That's yeah. the whole thing. In that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's three. And the great scene when he goes back in the diner. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's two. Yeah. So three, he gets, yeah, he has like the split personality. When he gets bad, he goes and pushes over like the Leaning Tower pizza. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, it's crooked. And the guy throws the... Yeah, there's a guy outside <laughs> and he's got like the gift shop and he sells the little models of it. And then when Superman fixes, he's like, ah, oh, and he smashes him. He's all mad. And then like at the end of the movie, he's like putting up the straight ones because he's finally had like the new ones and then Superman fixes it and he gets all mad and smashes him again. <laughs> so when our family went to the Leaning Tower of Pisa... I bought one souvenir on an entire Europe trip, like literally one actual souvenir that we brought home. Uh-huh. And it was a little statue that looked just like it in the movie, The Leaning oh, Tower of Pisa. That's pretty cool. From Superman 3. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's well played. Yeah. Of all the things. That was also the same trip you went to Popeye's Island. It is. Oh. I got lots of pictures. Yeah. But, the, but I, no souvenirs. No souvenirs. Just that one thing that I brought home. Did you eat any spinach while you were there? No. No, but they did give free, like, little drink tickets for, like, Popeye cocktails or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was such a bizarre experience yeah. there at, at Popeye's Village. Good old Popeye's cocktails. In Malta. It yeah. it was, oh, well, there's a whole other episodes about all that. <laughs> Europe is Europe is amazing. Yeah, it's a crazy place. <laughs> oh, I love it. So what are we here for again? Well, 80s movies brings us back to 80s. Family Ties. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. And that was one of the shortest documentaries I've ever seen. Yeah, it was like a little feature that would have been on TV. Yeah, like maybe a half hour or something they would have. Yeah, with commercials. Or, or if like one of their like uh, Entertainment Tonight kind of shows. Yeah, like a segment on a news, a larger news broadcast, I mm-hmm. think. So the thing that we watched, it was on the special features disc of my DVD set. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I kind of, like I did a brief look for it and didn't find it. It is possible it's out there, but I couldn't find it if yeah. it was. Um, but this was in 1984 from the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation Co- yeah. Company, CBC. Yeah, I whatever think corporation. Corporation. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, that's usually what they. I are. can Google it if you want. I mean, <laughs> Canadian listeners, let us know. Yeah. S- save us the Google there if you would be so kind. <laughs> Alex Keaton is my friend at gmail.com. That'll solve it. And it, anyway, they did like a documentary it was during the second year of Family Ties, second season, and they covered him coming home to, is it Carnaby? I think was the name of his town. Bar- Burnaby. 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 That's yep. it. Yeah. In British Columbia. Yeah. He's Canada. from BC. Yeah. Yeah. And his mom, dad, and his sister picked him up from the airport, and uh, we got a chance to kind of meet them a little bit. They were and characters. We, they, <laughs> yes. And then we also met his, uh, one of his best friends. I never caught the guy's name, though. Well, he, he did say it, and I can't remember now. But, yeah. But he was pretty great. He had a fantastic mustache and oh, mullet yeah. combo that was like... 
<laughs> peak 1983 <laughs> or 84, whatever it was. But his hair, like, it stopped way up here. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm ho- right at the top of my forehead. Yep. So, it was it was a unique uh, haircut. It was like they took and just kind of someone yanked it from the back and it actually <laughs> pulled back the hair from the front and it came out the back. That's what it looked like. Yes. And then a great, like, mustache that drooped over the lips. Yep. Yeah, he needs to trim it a little bit. <laughs> and we watched him play football. I mean, and they went and got Orange Julius. Yeah. We got to see Michael J. Fox meeting fans. Yeah. Signing autographs. A lot of girls. A lot of girls. So, Well, and that one old man that he talked to, an older gentleman, like yeah. a business person. He said he liked the show. Yeah. And never missed an episode. He yeah. watched it all the time. and. I thought, too, the parents are great because they ask, like, who's his biggest fan? And they're like, we are, you know. Because a lot of times you hear of, like, actors whose parents were neglectful or, you know, they always show in the movies where they don't want to, you know, believe in their dream or whatever. And his parents were, like, fully on board answering his letters that he got in the mail. Like, the mom's wearing a family tie sweatshirt. (laughs) I mean, like, it's exactly what you expect a mom to do. You know, give me one of those sweatshirts. (laughs) And the dad, like, you know, I mean, just absolutely loves them as they're watching the show. It it was was really fun. Like a normal family. Yeah. They showed the the family was watching the show, and the dad was giggling at one of the the segments. Yeah. It's great. It was really fun to see them. And I guess the dad worked, uh, well... He used to work probably in some sort of a police dispatch or something. Well, he was in the military for a little while. This yeah, is, in the army. About in the, yeah, yeah. At the base up in Chilliwack, I think they said. Yeah, Chilliwack, Chilliwack. Man, I messed Chilliwack, up all the Chilliwack. Yeah, okay. Canadian names. There's all kinds of you know native languages that it draws from, so this can be tricky sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Not to mm. mention like the British names that they brought over as well. <laughs> so it's a good mix there. Yeah, good stuff. It is good stuff. That's, I guess the dad actually used to do plays, and he did uh, all the drag parts. And yeah, we called it a, a stag show. A stag. What they called it for the for the for the military, <laughs> which is pretty fun. You could see that he was like a performer, and he was like real excited that his son was doing it. So, and Alex fell in love because his dad was getting laughs, and he was like, "All right, I want to get a piece of that." Michael, though. Oh yeah. Oh no, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Just Mike. Mike, that's right. Yeah. Mike. In fact, uh, there was the Leo and Me show that he did uh, for the CBC, and he was just Mike Fox. Yeah. Ooh, well, I know a little bit about that. We've probably mentioned this before, but uh, with the way that like the Actors Guild works, you can't have the name of someone else who's registered in the Actors Guild, and there was already a Michael Fox. So in order oh. to distinguish himself, he had to have a middle name, but Jay is not his actual middle initial. They just thought that flowed well. Oh, really? So it's just that that part of his name is a stage name. I don't remember what his actual middle name is. We could Google it, but oh yeah, but Norman. it was something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so that's that part is just made up. But that's why originally it was just Michael Fox when he was in the, the Canadian stuff because he wasn't part of the Actors Guild in L.A. You know. Well, okay, uh, that probably makes sense then too because uh, like Michael B. Jordan, right? Because he couldn't Jordan. be Michael Jordan, exactly. right? It's got to distinguish that. Yeah, exactly. You know, if only it wouldn't have been for uh, what was that? Uh, basketball movie that they did, Space oh, uh, Jam. Space Jam, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan could be Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's true. Although I have a feeling like if there's a famous sports person, they'd probably want to avoid confusion there oh, as well. Yeah. I think if the famous actor Larry Bird decides to like, you know, <laughs> be, be in a movie, he's probably not going to just go by Larry Bird. No. Larry J. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's the only other sports person I could think of sure, with yeah. Michael Jordan, by yeah. the way. So. Well, the Celtics, yeah. I mean, yeah. big rivalry with the Lakers. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, good. Yeah, uh, yeah I knew all that stuff. Good sports too. ball. Oh, and Magic Johnson. I know him, too. Yeah. See? <clears throat> I know so much. Do you know what uh, team Magic Johnson owns right now? He, part of a group that owns it? Okay, wait. I think I might actually know this. Oh, I can't wait. So he was on the Lakers, first of all, right? He was. I mean, yep. that's just like, he's pretty famous. Like, you have to, like, intentionally not know who he was in order to not know that, I feel like. Right. I even know Michael Jordan was on the Bulls. Yeah. Again, like, high levels of fame, right? Right. I think he owns the Jazz? Nope. Oh. He owns a baseball team, the Dodgers. Oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't someone own the Jazz that's famous? Uh, I don't know who owns the Jazz, honestly. I don't know why I had that in my mind. You might think, like, Mark Cuban. He owns the Dallas Mavericks. Nope. I don't know who that is. Oh. (laughs) You know Mark Cuban, though. No. Really? Don't... You're not a Shark Tank guy? Nope. Never seen it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I hear hear he's got a good sandwich, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do actually like Cuban. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I've only had it once because I watched that movie with Jon Favreau where he makes him in this food truck, and I'm like, I gotta have that. They're pretty tasty. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. Like a fancy grilled cheese kind of. Yeah, but it's got ham, I think, With ham, yeah. Yeah. But it's on like a little ciabatta. Yeah, Mm, yeah. it's pretty good. Why do we always talk about food? I don't know. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, I know it's true, and like that sounds really good. And I just had a really good dinner. You know, cooked tonight. Oh, nice. It's fantastic. But now I want to eat again. Yeah. Well, I'm with you, and we ate dinner too. Heidi cooked. This is the problem. Well, it's been a few hours. I don't yeah. know what time it is, but it's been a few hours since we <laughs> it's, ate. It's time for another. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so my favorite scene in the whole thing was when the family was answering all the, the mail. Uh-huh. And <laughs> there's a, a, a cigarette tray or dish or whatever it is. Yeah. And there's a cigarette burning and there's just stacks of paper Huge everywhere. Huge pile of paper. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There was a constant like smoke trail going throughout every scene in the house there. Yeah. That's, again, very 80s, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's just... No one even thought twice about him just no. sitting there puffing away the whole time. Yeah, it's medicinal. Right in the middle of those papers. Seems like that wasn't the best call. Maybe like hold off on that for a couple minutes. Right, know? right. Yeah, move the ashtray over to the other side of the room yeah. or the table or something. Maybe. Right. I don't know. I mean, just because you like the barbecue, you don't do it as you're filing papers. You know, <laughs> separate those activities, right? <laughs> so they mentioned um, that his sister, Kelly, was also going to be an actor and she was going to be in theater. Do you know if she ever did acting? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. Because I'm not sure. We could do a follow-up. Okay. I haven't heard of her, like, in movies, but that wasn't what she was going for. Mm-mm. They did mention that he was, in, he had five siblings, or no. He was there one were of five, five. One of five. Yeah. That's right. So, but she's the only one that still lived at home. Yeah, and the parents were older, so that would make sense that he yeah. was yeah. one of the younger ones. I, they were just so cute. They were just, like, so yeah. fun to see them. Again, like, there's so many, like, tragic stories of actors, you know, and, oh, this is how I came to acting, because I was this or that, and it was fun to see just, like, a nice family. Well, wasn't it Macaulay Culkin, where he actually had to file and, yeah. and, and do the emancipation? Well, because a lot of kid had, actors like yeah. that. Yeah, but Macaulay Culkin definitely is one yeah. of them. So, you know, because he did, Mike, Michael J. Fox started really young. We saw, like, clips of some of the, B, the CBC pilots that he was in, which was super fun. Yeah. And then that Leo and me that he was in for two seasons. Yeah. And he was really young in those, so somehow he just escaped that that aspect of, of acting and of childhood acting, and seems like he... Do you think it's maybe thing. because his family didn't like have any like interest or awareness of the business in the first place, and so... I, I think so. It seems like it was something he wanted to do, and they supported him in it because they loved him, but it wasn't like... 
I don't think they were like typical, you know, TV or film movie parents or actors' parents that are like, what do you call them? Stage parents. Stage parents, yeah. You know, where they're trying to get a piece of the pie. I think it was just like, oh, this is what our kid wants to do. I guess he's going to be on this TV show now. Well, and like the dad said, yeah, I took him down for, you know, the pilot season, yeah. you know, down in Hollywood. Him and down then, there. Yeah, left him. He goes, it didn't look any worse than anything we'd ever done. <laughs> right. In the military, you know, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. He's just like, ah, you're fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> do <So>. the bell. <laughs> There's some great pop culture stuff just in this little thing we saw. Well, like you mentioned, he went to Orange Julius. Yeah. And uh, he also. When was the last time you went to an Orange Julius? Well, it's funny because I don't know if I've been to like a just plain Orange Julius, but we have a Dairy Queen with Orange Julius in town. Mm -hmm. And like probably two or three weeks ago, Janelle brought home an Orange Julius just randomly. Like, I can't remember what they even taste like. Really? Yeah. It's very good. I can't think of the last time I got one. I mean, it's. It's sugar. I mean, it's, you know, well, yeah. it's orange flavored sugar, slushy or whatever, yeah. kind of foamy. Yeah, it's kind of like, like you know, in a Mexican restaurant, the horchata and those things. And yeah. it's kind of like the orange version of that. Okay, a little bit, you know, foamy, icy thing. But I remember they made like a strawberry one, like mm -hmm. in the '90s, like when I worked at Miller's Outpost, like that was the hot one. Is like, yeah. oh, a strawberry? You know, mm. it's a new one. I don't know if they still have that or not because Janelle just brought home regular orange. Did the kids like it? They did. I think she brought home, like, they took a sip of ours, but she brought home, like, Dairy Queen ice cream for them. Oh. And then we split, like, an Orange Julius, you know. I could go for an ice cream right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What's your go-to there? At Dairy Queen? Yeah. Uh, like, so, any, like, cookie dough brownie type of thing. Cookie dough brownie caramel in a vanilla ice cream. Okay. That would be, like, you know, prime ingredients there. Okay. All right. I don't know. Janelle always, like, orders those. Like, I don't think I've actually ordered one myself because she just, like, <laughs> loves Dairy Queen, you know? <laughs> so if she's going to get it, she'll go and, like, get it. So I don't know exactly what she orders, but it's a blizzard. Yeah. You know. That's Aiden. He's a cookie dough Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes, though, he gets crazy and gets a peanut butter shake. Oh. Yeah. Although, if we're trying to, like, you know, we want to get the kids an ice cream treat and we're trying to, like, not go crazy... We'll get a banana split and then share it. Okay. Because it's quite a bit, but it's, you know, a little, little lighter on the calories. Yeah. Well, you eat the banana. You eat the banana. Yeah. Let's yeah. kids eat the ice cream. You no, no. eat the ice cream, eat banana. No. Janelle and I split the banana split. The kids get their own thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll I'm not me. that restrained. <laughs> I mean, Janelle and I are trying to be... <laughs> That's funny. Luke Luke is like an ice cream fiend. Like, that's his favorite thing in the whole world. Oh, nice. Anytime, like, he gets to pick a treat, it's always ice cream. Okay. And he is, like, skinny as a rail. Right. Like, he's, like, beanpole. Yeah. He couldn't eat enough ice cream to possibly fill it out, you know. But And he just keeps growing up and not out. So, you know, we have to. Magical times. He grew seriously over the last. You know, we measure up on the wall. Did I already talk about this last week? Now, listen, I feel like I've talked about this recently. I, so, I remember we talked about it, but I don't... You Maybe didn't say it on the show. Light eight inches over the last eight months. <laughs> That's a lot. Kids but, are dumb, right? Buying a lot grow. of new shoes and yeah. pants and stuff because they just... <sighs> Ugh. Crazy. Dumb. <sighs> Family ties. Family ties. Sha-la-la-la. <laughs> Well, we have one other thing I want to cover. So hopefully if you guys, anyone that has the DVDs of this can watch it, maybe you can find it on YouTube. I'll look around. If I can find it, I'll post it. But 
with a brief search, I did not find it. Okay. So I was hoping we could at least bring some of that joy to people through podcast form that didn't get to watch it. Yeah. It was really good. It was fun to it watch. Was. It was fun to see him interact with the fans. And, yeah. And I think it was the best friend said, like, he doesn't turn down an autograph. He'll right. talk to anybody. And he did. Like, you know, him just walking around the town there. He, yeah. All he was people, chit-chatting with anybody who of, came up to him. Oh, that was one other thing. Pop culture thing I forgot, too. He talked about how, like, after shows, all the girls in the audience would, like, give him his phone number. Yes. And they're giving him their phone numbers. And then she would he would bring it backstage to his, like, current girlfriend, who he didn't mention her by name. No. And then he'd give them all to her. And he said that she would tear them up, put them in a pile, and pour a tab over it. Yes. Which, and gr- crush them <laughs> up. And crush them up and then throw <laughs> it away. So, I thought that was funny. Like, I don't know why pouring the tab on it, like, what that solved, but... That's so a, that way he couldn't read the numbers. That's true. Yeah. Because you know he was going to put them back together again. Start, start calling <laughs> start those calling ladies. Them all. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Tab. Sha-la-la-la. Well, in addition to watching that, we have one other thing we need to cover tonight. Ooh. Okay. We have a listener mail <gasps> what? that we need to do here. And this I'm going into this blind. Okay. Although I do know who sent it to us. Okay. If you would like to write to us while I'm pulling it up here, please. Send us an email at alexbkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the show. Yeah. Or you can join our friends group on Facebook. That's right. And it's a group for the friends of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Almost. Yes. What is it? It's a group for the friends of the Alex P. Keaton is my friend show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So close. I just threw in extra words to make it harder for you. Right. No, that's good. <laughs> when I made the thing. You know, I was trying to commit it to memory, so <laughs> I got to say it 28 times, you know, hopefully right at one point. But no one will ever confuse our group with a different group. That's no. the goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're definitely going to know it's us. They're going to know it's us. That's yeah. right. So, this comes from Janelle. Okay. My wife. Oh, but Janelle. it still counts because she wrote it to the email, and I have not looked at this yet. No. So well, of course it counts. I'm reading this blind. Here okay. we go. The subject of the email is hoarder Phil. <laughs> what okay. does this have to Okay. Let's I see. have an idea. I know what this is going to be about. It says, hi, Phil and Keith. Love the last episode so much. By the way, she does listen to all our shows. So she's oh, not nice. here when we record it. Yeah, no. So she listens to it, you know, during she used commute. To pre-pandemic. Right. She, she would never be in the same room with but us. But she though. could hear us in the background. Yeah. But now she just listens to it separate. Okay. So, love the last episode so much, especially since Keith got a little taste of Hoarder Phil. (laughs) Thanks for trying, Keith. Those games and puzzles would have nowhere to be without Nintendo Room Couch (laughs) 2.0. I mean, it's quite striking when it's ripped with its ripped up cushions. It really has a whole grunge thing going. (laughs) Oh, Phil. Secondly, the outtake at the end of the show had me spitting out my Diet Coke on the way to work. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't listen to the blooper at the end, you definitely need to do that. Masher. <laughs> my kids made me rewind that and play it over and over. They're like, why did he say masher? Like, Who knows? I don't know. It was amazing. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's because my brain is scrambled at best. It's all mashered. <laughs> Yeah, why would I have said Mash? I don't know. Because then what you went on to say was Mallory. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't Masher. know. Masher. <laughs> uh, and the best, I, mean, I don't know if you caught this too, but I also threw in a duh that you said one time really funny. So it oh. says, duh, when Masher. <laughs> 
Duh. I don't know. You just said a really good duh. And I'm like, I'm keeping that duh. <laughs> I don't know why, but I know I love this it. This is a good duh. Oh, so, masher. Masher. Nice. <laughs> well, at least, uh, is that the first ever blooper that you've ever put at the, at the end of an episode? Uh, of ours, yeah. Oh, wow. I think so. I mean, it's possible I forgot something, but I do occasionally put them on Mandarin Orange Show, too. Right. Um, it's been a it's been a minute since you've done one of those though. Well, I did one. I think the last episode or two episodes ago, oh, I, I might, did one. No, I've listened to that. How yeah. did I miss it? It's I don't. I think I uh, know it was two episodes ago. It was when we talked about. Uh, no, it was the most recent one that's out because we recorded a new one that I haven't posted yet. Okay, so it's the last one. So it's the one right before yeah. New Junk December's uh, live. Yeah, it's Friday. when we talked about mononyms. Oh, okay. On that episode. Um, because we have a very long outro on that, and I like to reward someone who listens to all, like, 40 seconds of it. <laughs> you do have a long outro. Yeah. The one on this show is a little shorter. We get more to and the opening of ours is definitely shorter. Definitely shorter. Why? It's just like my old uh, answering machine that we've talked about. I just <laughs> like to drag it out, you know? Right? People, you want to give everybody an opportunity to enjoy. That's right. Just to really get in to the mindset. Build the mood. Yeah. 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 You're building a, a, just a landscape for us all to enjoy. That's right. It's all it's all part of the plan. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> well. Well, okay. So then to finish off her thing, she said, love the show and keep up the hilarious work. Masher, everyone. <laughs> Janelle. Masher. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what was in my head. I don't know, but it was so great. Masher. What? I, I can't. I like, what was the context? You were talking about Mallory's fashion smarts. Maybe fashion and Mallory got yeah. mixed up somehow. So but you said masher. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't that late when we recorded either. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we all have bloopers. That one was just a really good one. Yeah, so. well, duh. Oh. <laughs> uh. So that Michael J. Fox, he's a good actor. He sure is. I didn't realize how much he had done when he was a kid. I didn't. I mean, I knew he'd done a little bit, but I didn't know he was on like two seasons of a show in Canada. Yeah. And they told him, you know, hey, you're good enough. You can yeah, do this. You should go. It's kind of funny that, you know, they said, you know, hundreds and thousands of people always go south. <laughs> right. Out of Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think because there is a lot of television and film production in British Columbia, but it's, you know, like they said, the California crew that came up to work on that one said, hey, you should come down because that's where if you want to hit it big. Yeah. Because as much as he was on all those TV shows, I've never heard of any of that until we watched the documentary. It's funny that like the Canadian shows or other country shows don't translate here. And I look for things. You know, I love British television shows and I mean SCTV and other Canadian productions. Are, I'm aware of them, but just not enough. You know, there's not enough that comes our way. Kids in the hall. Yeah. Whereas yeah. all of our junk seems to go everywhere. Right. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get another season of something you don't like. <laughs> Maybe the masher. <laughs> masher it is. <laughs> That'd be a good uh, show. Sha-la-la-la. I just had a thought and I lost it. Oh, that happens. I think it was about one of the highest rated TV shows. We were talking about MASH. Oh, yeah, MASH. One of the football games during Thanksgiving Day broke records because it was one of the most watched things on TV ever. Like this like, year? Yeah, like just a few weeks ago. Okay. I can't remember the numbers, so that would have been helpful. But yeah, <laughs> it just surprised me that it wasn't, it was just a regular you know, football Thanksgiving game. Day football game. Huh. I think it was a Cowboys game. It was like 52 million people or something all tuned into it to watch it. 
And that's kind of unheard of in this day. Well, right, because it's so. so divided all over the place. Yeah. Did it beat MASH or you don't know? It didn't beat MASH. Okay. I think MASH had like 128 million people yeah, watching. Yeah, like it's it crazy. Masher. <laughs> Masher. <laughs> Maybe we're on to something there. Hey, speaking of weather, it looked like it had rained recently in the... Um, at Michael J. Fox's home. It did, yeah. yeah. You'll probably get a lot more rain there yeah. in British Columbia. And I'll his house pull that around there. Not day. a fancy house. No, just normal old house. Although he probably, well, he had mentioned that, you know, during the writers or the actor strike in 1980, right. uh, he had spent money like Howard Hughes. So <laughs> right. there's a pop culture <laughs> reference. Good pop culture. Yeah. And then when he was totally broke, that he turned to eating a lot of macaroni. Right, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he spent his money on. He never said. I don't know. Oh, but this is another fun thing. Speaking of money, in the show, they said that he makes $1,000 an episode. Is that what it was? No, $10,000. Oh, $10,000. $10,000 an episode. That's right. Yeah. So, for one season, if there's 24 episodes... Two hundred forty thousand. That's that's not bad, especially in 1983. Yeah, that's good money. Or 84, I think, was when the thing was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and later seasons he might have got a raise. He too. probably did. Yeah, I would bet you the first season he didn't get that much. He did really well. They gave him a raise for second season, probably. Yeah, because you would think like Stephen Gross, Meredith Baxter, they would get the right. higher paychecks, right? But then he definitely was like, "Well, we got to keep him on the show." So well, especially as he continued to do movies and stuff, you know, the bigger the star he is, the less likely he is to do the show, right? So they definitely. I mean, by the end, after he's done Back to the Future and all this other stuff, they're. They had to give him Teen Wolf money at that point. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did watch a lot of Family Ties this year. We did. It was a good year. It was a good year. And we are, this is our finale for the year. We're going to end up going into Christmas break here. Yep. So this is this is kind of it. We're saying happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. Happy whatever you celebrate. And if you would like to write to us, we're still around. I'll still be checking the email. We'll bank those and address them after Christmas break. So you're leaving town, but I'm actually holding down the fort here. I'm that's keeping right. the town where it belongs. So that's good. So you'll, yeah. you'll be here to receive I'll the, the fan mail. The, the, <laughs> yes. You can write back to it just yes. like Michael I'll, J. Fox. I'll put parents. our picture in and, you know, I'll have you sign a couple tonight before you that's leave. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I'll get those set to you. That's good. Yeah. Okay. okay. That way we're good and ready so I can still get those out. Well, so we do have a couple of reminders for everyone. Mm -hmm. Again, like we said, you can write to us. But also, our next episode back in the new year, we're going to be talking about the book. Ooh, yes. Alex Gets the Business. So this is your last reminder to read the book before we do our episode. You can get it on eBay. Yeah. You can find it out there. It's, It's not too expensive. And we're going to be talking about that on our next episode back in January. And then, of course, we'll be going into Season 5. Season 5. So Alex gets the business. We should get the book. That's right. Yeah. Get the book of Get the Business. Right. You can do it. you got plenty of time to read it over Christmas break. And we'll be back then. And let's see. We're going to have some other special episodes coming up as well, which we'll get into when we get Yeah, this was fun. These were fun little departures and maybe a little bit quicker show. Yeah. That's good for yeah. me because yeah. I got to edit it. You know? Yeah, you got a lot of work ahead of you. <laughs> but we got a lot of other little features on there. We're going to be talking about Tina Yeller's music career oh. as we get into a little bit later into the 80s. We're going to see some of that when we get to the episode when she actually performs on the show. We'll be going into her album. Oh. You don't have a record player, do you? I don't. You'll have to come over to my house for that one, then, okay. so I can spin the vinyl, actually. Ooh, nice. We'll, of course, go over the Nick spinoff when we get to that point. Yeah. 
and you know other things like that. So we'll we'll get there for that. The other thing that I'm planning, and I'm probably not going to do this until January, but I mean we have been going for years now, and have never made any kind of like merchandise of any kind. So uh, oh. I, I'm gonna. I mean, this is very simple. Okay. But I'm gonna be making some stickers in the new year. Okay. Some Alex Bikin is my friend stickers. That'll be fun. So I'm probably not gonna actually do it until January. I got too much stuff to do until then. Right. But keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll have ways for you guys to get them. Yeah. In the mail. So oh, that'll be fun. Very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Just little little something so you can have it because everyone wants to have the logo from Alex Bikin is my friend on the back of their car. Yeah. Or so, your PG folder. That's true. Yes. I said that weird. I emphasized PG differently. Peachy. Close enough. Masher. Masher. <laughs> That's going to be our code word from now on. Masher. Yes, it is. <laughs> what the heck? On Masher on Dixon. <laughs> oh. There's going to be a lot of that one coming up soon. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, you know what? We did promise, too. We were going to say our favorite uh, Christmas memory. Oh, we did. That's right. Yeah, so I feel like we have to at least, you know, All right, well, let's let's deliver on that. What is your favorite? So I remember being, oh, gosh, I don't remember how old I was, but I got an Atari. And so it was before I had all the siblings. Mm -hmm. And so I got a lot of presents. And so I remember coming out, and there was a full Atari, and there was probably a stack of 10 games. Oh. Oh. That's awesome. That's got to be... It's right up there. I mean, I remember getting the Nintendo too. You know, we had to talk my parents into it, and it was the only gift that all me and my two brothers got was that. But we got the track pad, duck hunt. Oh yeah, it was so expensive. So that's that's the way we sold it too. And so it was awesome that I was really good at it, and they were terrible because my (laughs) turn was always longer. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. multiplayer back then was a lot different. It was the good sibling who's good at video games gets to play for a long time, and then everyone else watches them. Yeah, it wasn't until like Contra or one some of those kinds yeah. of games when you could get two players. Chippendales Rescue Rangers was a good simultaneous. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that I ever played that one. Ooh, it's yeah. good. It's good. Hmm. Interesting. So what about you? Well, I mean, I did mention the Power Glove recently. Yeah. And that was probably a highlight because I had wanted it so badly throughout the year. I actually do have, however, a really fun picture of me getting an Atari on Christmas as well. Like, it's very 80s. I'm holding up, I think it's like a Pac-Man cart. You know, the Atari Pac-Man. It could have been... It's either Pac-Man or Space Invaders or Asteroids. Something could have been Centipede. Ooh. Because I had all those, but I can't remember which one. Did you have the little rolly ball to go with your Atari to play Centipede? I didn't didn't have the rolly ball, but we did have the paddle for certain games. Yeah. Um, which we got later. And actually, those we got at like a yard sale. Someone was selling them. And we got like two or three games that had the paddle or paddle compatible plus the paddle set. Yeah. And you could have like four players. Oh, yeah. Because they right. were like because split. each one was, yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. That is cool. Definitely. I mean, that picture of me like holding up like the cartridge on Christmas morning, that's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty classic. Pretty you know? Yeah. yeah. Did you have a mullet, too? Because that's the only thing missing from the story. Well, not at that point. Because I was like five or something (laughs) at that point, yes. But there was was a brief period of time in the very late 80s or maybe early 90s when I had sort of a mullet. No, it wasn't like a, you know, tractor pole type mullet. (laughs) I was into like like hair metal bands and stuff. And some of the metal guys had like a, it was like a metal mullet. Yeah. I mean, that's what I... That's what I was modeling it after. What did it look like? I don't know. (laughs) We're not going to find those photos. Only one of my school school yearbooks uh, has a picture of me with that mullet. Oh, really? But it is out there. Oh. 
eighth grade or seventh grade, somewhere in there. That's funny because I think my mullet was probably around that same yeah. time, but which I'm older, so it was a few years ahead yeah. of you. But then all through high school, I had long hair, like, like, because then I got into like you know grunge bands and stuff like yeah. that, and so you know like the picture like Kurt Cobain kind of thing. I mean, for me it was different. It was Poor Old Lou was the band I was into, but no okay. heard of them. So yeah, but you know they're that type of thing, right? I had like down to. Probably about my chin level. Oh, wow. Almost all the way through high school. Wow. Yeah. Your parents okay with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, they didn't care? No, because I wasn't rebellious in any other way. I just wanted to have long hair because I liked, you know, yeah. bands. Yeah. So, in fact, my mom always used to tell me I could, like, shave something into the back of my head if I wanted to. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, see, I'm, like, way more cool than you would want to be. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> You're like, fine, whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, long hair. I went vegetarian. That was my rebellion. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, my parents didn't like that. <laughs> that was inconvenient for them. <laughs> How long did that last? Like four years. Wow. Yeah, that's, I did it for a long time. That's commitment. How about now? Um, No. Yeah, I eat meat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we might have had like a steak and a potato thing tonight, so. <laughs> oh, that counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there was peas, so, I mean, I had a vegetable, too. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. That didn't really answer the Christmas question. Well, I mean, I said a couple. Yeah. But I got off on a good tangent yeah. there, too. So yeah, yeah. That, that's and par for the we course. we brought it back to food. So That's right. We're good. Back to food. Uh-huh. And then eventually, family ties. Right. Because Alex, fam- Michael J. Fox, as Alex, is always eating. And we saw a lot of him eating backstage, too. On the thing, we saw him uh, eating while he was getting makeup done. Uh-huh. So, it all ties together. <laughs> it family ties together. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to tie this episode together oh, in a nice bow. Nice. So, end Mer- the year. And the end of the year. Merry oh. Christmas and a happy masher. Yeah. <laughs> masher. And happy New Year, too. And happy New Year. Yeah. that, too. Hey, speaking of happy New Year, did you know that they're not going to do the uh, Tournament of Roses parade on Sunday? It's going to be on Monday. I did randomly see that, like, looking at my phone. I don't know why. Facebook or something that popped up. Oh, really? I don't know why. Hmm. Like, I saw that. Hmm. They don't do it on Sundays. Yeah. Same with the bowl games. Yeah, None so, of the bowl games are on Sundays. So, waking up on New Year's Day, no no parade. Right? That's just going to be, like, every other year for me. Do you want to hear, like, I mean, like, we've gone all over left and right. So, do you want to hear a crazy story yes. about the Rose Bowl Parade? Yes. Actually, the Rose two. Bowl Parade? Not the, what do you call it? The Rose Parade. Yeah, Rose yeah. Parade. The New Year's Parade. Okay, so for people that don't know, the Rose Parade, like this big thing, goes in Pasadena, California. And, I mean, I'm assuming they show it elsewhere. Yeah, I don't know how far, popular, right? Yeah. Big New Year's Day Parade, right? So two things happen with it. I grew up, first of all, in Pasadena before we moved to Big Bear. Mm-hmm. My grandparents lived in Pasadena, so we were right there. One year we went and wanted to actually go to the parade and see it in person. Because we live there. We're always watching on TV, but figured we we're going to go try it one time, right? Right. So we went and we, like, camped out the night before. You have to, like, sleep on the sidewalks and Ugh. stuff. And my parents were miserable, but we were excited <laughs> as kids, right? And some of our friends, like my friend from school and their parents came and joined us, like, early in the morning. Well, we had camped out, like, all night. And then in the morning we woke up and they and a bunch of other people all like went on the street in front of us and blocked our view, first of all. So oh. like the parents are all like, ah, oh, like in a very bad mood about it, right? We couldn't yes. see everything. Then, so there's big like giant floats that are all covered in flowers. They're beautiful and they have like animatronics and stuff, very like complicated. And some of them are super tall, like a giraffe neck or whatever. And we didn't realize this at the time, but we were like 
parked kind of or camped out like right by an overpass. Uh huh. In order to get under the overpass, all the special stuff has to get folded up so they can go under the overpass. <laughs> So when they came to us, everything was like shut down and folded up, and we got to see them all. And my parents were like, "We are never doing this again. This Such is the a worst. Oh. Watch it on TV if you want to." Right. And then another time, okay. Weird context here. This is actually a couple years before that because I loved watching the parade with my grandparents. But my dad, for a while, worked at this camp. It was up in like the San Gabriel Mountains above Pasadena, mm-hmm. and it was a camp where you had to walk. It was like a four mile hike to get to it to the closest road. Oh dang! And we lived there like everything was run on propane power. Like it was out in the middle of nowhere, no TV, you know, of course there. And I was very excited that I wanted to see the the Rose Parade, and then we decided that we we're going to do New Year's at this camp with no TV, and I was going to miss it. Right, so oh. I was very bummed about that. Anyway, so we're up there, and New Year's night, I started to feel sick. I don't remember what it was, like New Year's, you know, New Year's Eve. And, you know, my parents are like, okay, whatever. And, but I told my parents, like, my neck was sore or stiff or something like that. I don't remember it exactly. But apparently, you know, my mom freaked out because that's like a symptom of something. I don't know. Some kind like, of a thing. My mom's a nurse. You like know, a so. hand, foot, and mouth maybe? Yeah, or? no, but it was more, it was like, uh, shoot, I can't remember. Some kind of like paralyzing disease or whatever yeah. childhood. Maybe she'll hear this and she'll she'll, she'll, she'll remind me because I yeah. can't think of what it was. But one way or another, my said so my neck is stiff. I don't feel good, and so like they freaked out. And so uh, this is way before cell phones. The only way to like communicate with the outside world is they had this old crank phone system. Oh, there was Lord. a single metal wire that ran all four miles down this canyon. There's all these cabins that are connected off, you know, throughout the forest, and they would ring like old fashioned crank, 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 you know. And then the, every time you cranked, it would make a ring, and everyone knew like, okay, two and a half rings. That's this. That's Bob's cabin down the thing. Our, we're three rings up at the top, right? And then the emergency ring was whatever. And so they did the emergency ring call down to the pack station where the donkeys are kept down like at the end because they pack stuff in and out called for them to call 911 they got search and rescue to come search and rescue came out at like you know 10 o'clock on new year's night new year's eve night they hike in and they're like super fast it's a four mile hike but they can do the whole thing in like an hour and they've got like a uh, a stretcher that they carry between them, right? Oh my god! I mean, this is like crazy. I mean, like it's a big deal, you know. And this, yes. these poor people coming out, and they came to the cabin, and they like knocked on the cabin door again, four miles middle of the night, and they open up. They're over oh, here. Where are you at? And they saw me, and they go, oh, "How are you feeling?" I was like, "Oh, I'm fine." <laughs> oh. Now I was sick. I did have a fever and all that kind of stuff. And I don't. I mean, I remember the story more than I remember it actually happening. Did I? Oh, your mom wanted to kill you. Oh, she absolutely did. And they're like, no, he's sick. And they took my temperature, and I was. And they did wind up wheeling me out. Oh, they did. And they took me down, and I guess everything was fine. And I think I did watch the Rose Bowl parade. I mean, the, the Rose Parade at my grandparents' house the next day. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was real. I don't think my mom would have called if I was like just saying, oh, I feel sick. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, who knows what was going on in little Phil's mind back oh then. Oh, my gosh. And then you're like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. But Your mom's all. You are not fine. <laughs> when I get done with you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you will never be fine. So, oh. yeah, that happened. Real That's afraid. terrible. And those guys are like, hey, oh, great. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. So kids will do that to you. you know? Yeah. Yes, they will. Always. Yes, they will. So there is your very random very, I don't know how in the world I thought it, you said something about the Rose Parade. Yeah. So that's how we got I don't know there. what, but I, I said know. something about there it. There it is. Yeah. Because I said Happy New Year. Yeah. Oh, go. yeah. All right. And you don't have to watch it, so it's good. That's right. It's on Monday this year. That's right. 
I, honestly, like, I don't really, like, watch it anymore. I kind of got over it. Oh, well. <laughs> I saw it enough. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the Macy's Day Parade, that big Thanksgiving yeah. parade, uh, you know, I thought that was pretty big. But uh, my son's friend was here from Canada during uh, Thanksgiving break. Never had heard of it huh. before. Well, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving on the same day. That, that's true. They have Canadian Thanksgiving. Right. So. Well, Canada, Michael J. Fox, family ties. Going to keep bringing it home. 2022, it's been a great year. <laughs> I think this episode wins the award for most false endings. It's like Return <laughs> of the King up in here, you know? <laughs> My friends, you bow to no one. <laughs> Peter Jackson oh. will be proud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch out for the green ghosts as they come through now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're proud of you all for being here with us throughout this year. Thank you for listening to Alex B. Keaton, my friend Keith. Thank you for a fantastic year of family ties. Phil, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, allowing me to enjoy this ride with you. Absolutely. It's been a good ride. It has been. And it will continue. It will. We've got season five coming season up. Season five and the book. Don't and, forget. Yeah, book first, season five. Oh, super excited already. Well, once again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Masher to you all. <laughs> And we'll see you next year for another very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we do, baby, without us? Masher. <laughs>